0: This edition of Canada's Pinball Podcast will feature mature language, so if you have children, you've been warned. If you have a baby Zach Sharp that wants to cry to Facebook, you can also move baby Zach Sharp into the other room. Let's go right now. You know, if I'm Stern Pinball, I'm sitting in a room right now and I'm looking at the pinball landscape. We've got the biggest themes. We've got the largest community of buyers. We've got a very passionate group of people that look to us to deliver the best in pinball. And at some point in that conference room, someone makes decisions every once in a while that just makes me think this company really, really just wants to fucking rip us off. And there has to be. There has to be someone in the room that says, you know what we're going to do? We're going to ship the Stranger Things UV kit after the game and make people pay fucking extra for something that should come with the game. And now they're doing it again with their game of the year. And this really fucking is just, I don't know how as a pinball fan and as a member of the pinball community, all of us can sit by and watch Stern Pinball charge For a cheap piece of fucking plastic Jurassic Park topper, they are charging $600 for this thing. Go look at it on the Stern shop. All it is is flat plastic with some dinosaurs on it and some flat fucking plastic with the Jurassic Park logo with the name on it and apparently... If you hook up this topper to your machine, the the words Jurassic Park light up. The letters light up. And if you spell Jurassic Park, there is now a code that operates exclusively with this topper. So here we have it. Stern Pinball is now moved into the downloadable content realm. You now have to pay $600 to unlock a special mode in the game if you buy this fucking topper. And I'll tell you why I'm so fucking upset right now. I'm so upset right now because they are literally treating all of you and I want all of you to look in the mirror they're treating all of you like fucking morons because you have now you have now accepted the fact that pinball accessories can be this much money and do absolutely nothing and I want all of you for a minute to understand one simple principle six hundred dollars Okay, think about that for a minute. You know what else is rumored to be around $600, maybe even cheaper? The new fucking PlayStation coming out and the new fucking Xbox that are going to deliver way more. Think about... All the stuff that goes into a PlayStation and an Xbox. And I know they sell them at volume, Rare Hero. We're going to fucking talk about you later with your your goddamn apologist attitude towards the Ninja Turtles Playfield. So you're not off the hook yet. But I know what you say. Oh, they make it at volume. So what? You know. No. I'm sorry. When you see something, the value of that product, you should be able to recognize where the money fucking went. Where did the money fucking go in this fucking topper, people? It's like 40 fucking dollars in parts. 40 fucking bucks in parts, some lights that light up, and then a fucking mode that we don't even know what it is. We don't even know where the fuck it came from. We don't even know if it's fucking worth it. So you're gonna pay 600 fucking dollars for this topper? I mean, and how the fuck is this topper? $600 when the Black Knight topper, I believe, was cheaper, way more interactive, way more work went into it, and you could actually see the fucking value in the Black Knight topper. At least they fucking tried with the Munsters topper, which, by the way, if you've read the story about the Munsters toppers, they never fucking even worked. Like, Stern shipped people a steaming pile of shit. So no wonder Zach Manny loves toppers. Look at the picture of him posing with all those Stern toppers because you know how much money distributors will probably make selling these fucking overpriced pieces of shit? Like literally overpriced pieces of shit. You're getting nothing. And if you buy this shit and you add this shit to your game, you're sending Stern a message that this is fucking okay. That they can basically make the biggest, cheapest, plastic flat crap on the planet, charge you like a fucking 1,000% increase in price, and now they're going to fucking hide They're going to hide code. They're going to hide code in things like toppers. So this is it. Like, honestly, this is Stern fucking with us again. Being greedy pieces of shit again. And this is why I'm so upset. Because they just fucking relaunched Ninja Turtles, people are excited, and they've gotta go do this shit! It's like, where is the outcry? Where is the the demand from the community to get more for our money? It's like, it's like they pull these fast ones all the time. Like the prices of Stern games have gone up. Why isn't LE now $9,100? And you're just going to see this. They're going to keep tacking on another hundred bucks, another hundred bucks. And look, they've listened to Canada. This is, this is my fucking fault. And I'm sorry, people. I said this from the very beginning. If they Fucking gave you extra modes. Why can't they charge for that? People would spend the money if they gave you this and accessories and that and whatnot. And they gave you different ways to enhance your game. Stern is woken up. They're, they now think they're the fucking Porsche of pinball, right? Stern thinks they're the Porsche of pinball. And if you go into a Porsche dealership, and again, sorry, Rare Hero, you don't understand anything about cars, but wake up. The fact is there are way more car fanatics and pinball fanatics. When you go into Porsche and you want to option out your 911, you can fucking put tens of thousands of dollars in options in it. But here's the difference between a Porsche and a pinball machine and a Porsche and a Stern. A Porsche is one of the greatest engineered cars on the planet. Stern pinball is not the greatest engineered pinball machine on the planet. It is anything but that. And we're willing to overlook that. This is what kills me. Stern delivers great themes, they deliver on time, and they give you a fun pinball experience. And I absolutely agree with that. And you might have heard me on the Poor Man's Pinball Podcast this week. By the way, if you haven't, go check out the Poor Man's Pinball Podcast. We had a great fucking time on that show. You guys are going to love it. But what? I, and you listen to that. I sing Stern's praises for what they do. And then you got to wake up to this shit. You got to wake up to Stern finding new ways to fucking rob the community of their money, of not giving you what you should get for $600 because this is just horse shit. The fact that we're not even getting an included topper on the game for $9,100 is fucking horseshit. If you go back to the mid-90s when all these games that were far more complex had much more in them than a Stern game, the games came included with the fucking topper. You think you had to buy that Whitewater topper separately? Now, not only did the games come included with the topper, the toppers were actually interesting and functional for the most part if games did have toppers. They served a fucking purpose. Now, this topper, it's an after-fact item. It wasn't part of the initial run of Jurassic Park. And also, it's just fucking ugly. Like, if you're going to charge 600 bucks for some flat fucking plastic, at least make it interesting. Again, the Black Knight topper makes this thing look like a $10 piece of shit. And there's also, like, a topper from Tilt Toppers, which is a, another company out there, a mod company. And their Tilt Topper, Jurassic Park Topper, is way nicer than Stern's, and it's $249. It looks much more sculpted. It looks much nicer. It's much more uh, detailed. So why is it that Tilt can do it for half the price? Because you know what that says to me? It says Stern, I bet you Stern's bill of materials on this fucking topper is, like, 30 bucks. 40 bucks at max, and they're charging 600 I just want to say, we're, we're going to move on, but Stern, stop being greedy pieces of shit. If you listen to Canadian Spinball Podcast and you're inclined to buy this, don't. Fucking don't, all right? You are fucking hurting the community when you support this overpriced garbage, all right? You know, and we were about to give Stern a fucking pass on their playfield qualities, but now we're not. So here's the other thing that we haven't really talked about. Ninja Turtles, LE, most likely sold out. It's not really sold out, but it's almost sold out, okay? Here's the deal, here's the deal. And you're not going to hear this on that Pinball Network. And I, and I love the guys over there. But this is the unfortunate part of this hobby now where we have... The major pinball media are now in Stern's back pocket, right? They need to sell you Stern games. So here's who's not going to sell you a Stern game today, Canada. And here's what is happening in the world of playfield quality from Stern. And there's no way around this. They have not fixed the fucking problem. And if you look at their own images, Stern's own images that they release to the world, and you zoom in on their playfield, there's ribbing. And by ribbing, if you, you, if you want to know what that means, like the, the lines, the straight lines that you can see like a waviness in the wood. And that is fucking horrible. You, you don't want ribbing in a pinball machine. The ball rolling over wood that's that has a ribbing effect to it. And you can run your hand over something like that and just feel it. And it's fucking shitty quality. Maybe it's wood. Is the wood shitty quality? Is it the clear coat process? Whatever it is. Stern Pinball has not, has not figured out how to make these fucking play fields better quality and made the clear code and the and the issues with that go away. They just have not. And I'm here to tell you right now. I'm here to tell you right now. At what point as a customer do you demand more from Stern Pinball? And and again, the reason why I'm gonna bring up Mr. Rare Hero again, and he's a friend of mine. And Greg, you are a friend, but I read you on you were all over social media. You are all over social media telling people, well, don't overreact because that's just a prototype playfield of this game. Greg, wake the fuck up, brother. It's not a prototype playfield. This isn't pre-production. You know that these games are on the fucking line, my friend. You know that Stern probably ordered a thousand playfields already. You know that, Greg. Why are you becoming a Stern apologist? And then it becomes clear. The reason why he's becoming a stern apologist with this playfield issue is because he's a Ninja Turtle fan. And he probably wants one, and he doesn't want to admit that this game's going to have a roll-of-the-dice playfield if you buy it. And that's my big issue right now is I think Ninja Turtles is a fucking home run for Stern. Are you listening to me, Stern marketing team? Zach Sharp, you want to go cry to fucking Facebook? I haven't heard anything from Zach saying I was wrong. People are still going to listen to this show because of stuff like this, my friend. You can't silence... People from saying how they really feel about some of the bullshit moves you guys do over there. But here's the thing. They have not fixed the problem. And so we are still buying Stern Pinball machines and you are still rolling the dice when you open up that fucking box. And that is bullshit. You should not in 2020 have to be anxious about what is going to slide out of that fucking box from Stern Pinball. You should not. And we should not have distributors just being like, bye, bye. bye. Go, Oh, yeah, look how awesome this game is. The, and, and look, Stern is so close, so fucking close to figuring this thing out. But why is it still an issue? That is my problem. Spooky Pinball got complaints from TNA and from Alice Coopers about their playfield quality. Charlie and company went and fixed the fucking problem. I don't care if they make 750 games versus 15,000 a year. Whatever the fix is, it's it's a process. There's a process to make a play field. And whatever the Stern process is, it's fucking cheap. It's fucking inconsistent. It's not working. And we, as a community, should demand that they tell us when they fucking fix this issue. There's no reason why there should be such a high level of inconsistency where like one guy's game is cracking or one guy's game is, it's wood, wood. Wood and fucking clear coat and and fucking ink. Three things they need to figure out. The wood, the ink, and the clear coat. Fucking figure it out. Now look, look, I'm, I'm just here to say, if you open up a new Stern machine and, and it's got ribbing or it's got uh, craters like crazy right away, you really at this point have nobody to blame but yourself. You have nobody to blame but yourself. And I'll, I'll tell you why I don't think Stern cares. And I'm just going to say this right now. I don't think they care because the majority of Stern buyers don't even know it's an issue. They don't. They, they the, the majority of people who buy these pinball games, they're casual buyers. They, they have no concept of all of this stuff. And that's okay. Like, they, how can we blame them? Like, they don't know any better. Like, I actually just helped a nice woman pick a new pinball machine for her home, and I suggested Ninja Turtles and there's Willy Wonka because she wanted something family friendly. And I told her the latest games of the day, and she actually picked Willy Wonka. And am I, I'm not going to tell her, oh man, you don't want Willy Wonka because the the, the voices and the clips aren't synced up. No, because I know that that's something that a more diehard, enthusiast person who really understands pinball is going to look for. But a casual buyer of of Willy Wonka is going to be completely satisfied with that game. A casual buyer of Ninja Turtles, even if there's ribbing on the playfield, they'll be so freaking happy that they have a pinball machine. And that's the majority of it. But look, we're not the majority. We are the enthusiast minority within the pinball world. But the world needs people like us who actually understand what those casual people should be getting for their money. Because think about it. If it wasn't for us bitching about things and demanding more, which is the enthusiast group, which is all of you out there. If you listen to a fucking pinball podcast, you have too much free fucking time and you are an enthusiast. If it wasn't for us demanding fucking more, those casual buyers aren't getting games with better art, with better code, with better layout, with better play fields, with better thi- everything. Everything came because the enthusiasts demanded it. It also came because Jersey Jack Pinball showed Stern Pinball what people were willing to pay for pinball machines. I mean, this is always like the thing that just hangs over this hobby. There's no escaping it, is that... Fuck, like Stern machines should still be like $4,000. They all should be like four to $4,500 machines. And you know that. And I'm talking about fucking premiums. Stern premiums with what they have in them should all be like $5,000 or less. And you fucking know it. I fucking know it. And Jersey Jack came out. And put twice as much into the machine as Stern does. Maybe three times as much shit in in Wizard of Oz. Like, Still, put Wizard of Oz next to any fucking Stern machine. And so we know that if you want to charge nine grand, a game should have like as much as Wizard of Oz has in the game. And we're all fucking getting ripped off. And you know it. And then you're just going to be like, but it's fun. I'm having fun. It's fun. Yeah, cool. I get it. A lot of you guys have a lot of money. It doesn't mean much to you, $3,000, $2,000. I get it, okay? Ed Robertson, don't even bother sending me the text right now. I know you got your phone in hand. You're ready to send the text. You're very rich, Ed. You're very rich. You probably ordered two of these Jurassic Park toppers. All right, I'm going to order five of them. Fuck it. I'm going to wear them like a big necklace to fucking Expo this year. Look at my because I love expensive jewelry. I mean, you could fucking hook up like five of these motherfuckers and have like a $3,000 check on it's gonna be fucking great thanks Stern thanks Zach Sharp you guys fucking nailed it with this thing what else are we gonna bitch about today well how about this fucking thing man and this is just common fucking sense like you can't do this and this guy is one of the most talented dudes in pinball and he makes some of the greatest pinball sculpts and accessories in the pinball world you want to talk about the detail this man puts into his products And then Stern wants to charge $600 for that piece of shit topper. His name is Lior. He's in Israel. And he's made some of the coolest toppers and accessories. I don't even even think he's made many toppers yet. But he's going to make toppers. But he's made accessories for games like Pirates of the Caribbean. He made accessories for Wizard of Oz. And so long story short... He made this fucking incredible mod for the, what is it, like the the Endeavor ship in Pirates of the Caribbean. He sold a hundred of them. He said, this is limited. I'm only making 100 of these and and they're incredible. And I think it was like 350 to 400 bucks to get this thing. And people went in on it because it's insane. I even went in on one. Because this guy's work is so goddamn good that when people find out that they missed the uh, the cutoff for 100 of them, they're gonna want it. And I was just playing the game of like, well, I don't know if I'm gonna get a Pirates or not one day. I've always been looking for one. Uh, but then, it's like if you have a Pirates, only 100 people can have this fucking incredible mod. So here's, But here's what he fucking said yesterday, and I'm going to call him out. And he is a friend of the show, but I'm going to fucking call him out because you can't fucking do this. You can't do what he just did. He said, if Jersey Jack Pinball makes more runs of Pirates of the Caribbean, then I am going to make another mod for the Endeavor, and I am going to make it even nicer and charge more money for it. And everyone is like, what the fuck? You can't fucking do that. We all bought in thinking, A, this was the nicest mod that was going to go in that part of the game, and B, this was it. You were only making a 100. You can't then go make a fucking another mod for that section of the game and just call it a new thing. It doesn't fucking work that way. This is like, and and maybe it's ironic that he's fucking doing that because that's like Jersey Jack saying, no more limited editions. Oh, yeah, Yellow Brick Road. Oh, yeah, Ruby Red. Fuck, for fuck's sakes, people. When you make something and it is limited, you can't fucking go and then make it again. And even worse, you can't go make another fucking mod for that section of the game. That's even better. It would be like saying, we're going to make 200 Wizard of Oz, Red Smoke, Witch Mods, and all 200 sell, right? And they sell because people think they're limited. And then you're like, hey, because they sold out, I'm going to make an even better mod for that section that's even more money. Fuck that. Lior, my man, fucking, you need to tell people you're not making any more. Enough with this bullshit conditional thing. If they make more Pirates of the Caribbean, then I'll do this. If this happens, then that happens. No, that's not how limited edition works. It's limited you have one run and it's done. It doesn't matter if the fucking total eclipse happens in the sky. It doesn't matter if the Cavaliers win a game. It doesn't matter if the fucking, you know, this happens or that happens. No, there's no fucking conditions attached to something being limited. The only condition is when you hit the number you promise, you're fucking done. You're fucking done. And if you don't do it that way, I'm telling you what's going to happen. You're going to lose fucking customers. People are not going to run in and buy your next thing because they're not going to believe you. It looks disingenuous to do this common fucking sense. This man is so talented. It still blows my mind that Jersey Jack Pinball isn't hiring this guy to do sculpts internally. It still blows my mind that Chicago Gaming Company or Stern Pinball hasn't hired this dude. He does better work than anyone in the industry. Fucking crazy. He's off there in Israel just fucking doing it like independently, making all this money. All right. But his work is phenomenal. I wish he was, he sh- this kind of guy should be on the apron card of like, sculpts done by Lior. You know when you have an apron card of everyone who contributed to the game? A lot of motherfuckers on that card that didn't really do that much, but this guy, he should be just as well known and just as famous as a zombie Yeti or as an artist, because what he does is a fucking art form, and I mean that, but don't fucking, don't mislead us, bro. Limited is Limited. All right, what's the last thing we want to talk about? Well, a couple things. First, let's talk about this Jersey Jack teaser that has everybody fucking crying and complaining that they fucking came out with a little teaser on the same day of Ninja Turtles, and then they didn't follow it up with what is the innovation over at Jersey Jack Pinball. Now, first, let me say this. It's a fucking teaser, you dingbats, and a teaser is just meant to tease you. Like they do Star Wars teasers and movie teasers and video game teasers. They do them months out in advance. They sometimes a year before the movie comes out, you'll get a teaser. So here's the thing that I think all of you need to realize. There's no fucking time frame on when the reveal of what the thing being fucking teased is. It wasn't like Ken said, hey guys, here's a teaser on fucking this date and you're going to find out the answer on June 1st. Like there never was any of that. I think there was some fucking confusion that June 1st would be the date in which we'd get the first Jersey Jack podcast. But no, he. I went back and I looked, it never said June 1st. It just said June. Uh, So look, it's a fucking teaser and it's doing its job. It's got like eight or nine pages of people talking about the fucking teaser. So it's got you wondering what could that thing be. Now I've heard and I put on my Facebook page, I heard that the innovation coming to the next Jersey Jack game is a better sound system. And the rumor is that it's a Bose sound system. And now people are bitching that Bose sucks, that Bose is just a marketing uh, company that makes shitty speakers, but they have incredible marketing, and that's why Bose are held up as like these great things. And I'm just here to tell you this, guys. Shut the fuck up complaining about Bose. Most pinball sound systems fucking suck, all right? Are you really complaining about Bose going into a pinball machine? I think it's gonna sound a hell of a lot better than the standard sound systems in these fucking games. So I just wanna say that for the record. this this You're not buying a home theater here, fuckers. You're buying a pinball machine. And that they're putting speaker components into the games that are better than usual is fucking great news if that's happening, all right? I'm sure it's gonna sound fucking better than the previous JJP games. I'm sure it's gonna be the best sounding pinball machine of all time. I mean, think about it. That would just be my goal if I'm working with the speaker company. I want to make this game the best sounding pinball machine of all time. Not really hard because most pinball sound is fucking total horseshit. I mean, even when Scott Denisi made TNA, which is, I think the TNA Whitewood is still the best sounding pinball machine ever, right? Even when he made that, I think there were more components in that Whitewood than made it into the final game because of cost cutting, because those components actually cost money. Uh, and, and so they, I don't think that the Whitewood sound was improved when we got the final game of TNA. So here's the thing. It makes total sense that Guns and Fucking Roses would get one of the greatest sound systems in pinball history, if not the best. Now, is that innovation, though? And that's the big issue. And I would argue that the word innovation is misunderstood in pinball because innovating in pinball is like you're taking something that happened 25 years ago in society and finally implementing it into the game. I mean, look how fucking sad and backwards we are to think that Internet connectivity is innovative, that player versus player is fucking innovative, that fucking a good sound system is innovative, right? I mean, pinball is as fucking non-innovative as Any other category. Like this, we, this, this industry doesn't really advance. If it just catches up, we call it innovation. So I'm just here to say to you guys out there whining and moaning about this fucking teaser, and then there's a new one that says how many amps the game can put out. It's most likely going to be sound related, okay? Now, I, I think it's going to be underwhelming to people if they find out that it's a sound system that they put in the fucking game and it's not like uh, the the most incredible, like, I, I don't know what the innovation they were thinking about. I, did they think it was below the glass? Did they think it, it was internet connectivity? But here's the thing. Guns N' Roses doesn't need, here, here's what I think Ken's doing wrong. Here's what I think they're doing wrong. And I think this is the problem with with this approach is everybody knows it's Guns N' Roses. Slash was even interviewed months ago confirming it was Guns N' Roses. I'm staring at it on my phone right now. The play field, the play field mechanisms. I'm staring at the cabinet artwork. It's Guns N' Roses, okay? What they need to do is not act like the cat's not out of the bag. It is fucking moronic to start teasing a game and not revealing what it is. Everyone knows it's fucking Guns N' Roses and here's the fucking mistake that Ken's making, that Leonard over there is making, that the entire JJP is making. The mistake is when people know it's Guns N' Roses to hold on to that silence and just try to tease it like with ambiguity like this is fucking moronic because what you should be doing in these months leading up to the launch of it is you should be fucking activating the Guns N' Roses fan base. They should know that a new GNR pinball machine is coming sometime in 2020. You want to sell more games, Ken. You want to broaden the audience. You should be setting up exclusive stories with Rolling Stone. You should be setting up interviews with Slash and Mass Media. You should have got Slash this game to have the first one in his home to To beat the quarantine that we're in, you see what I'm saying is like everyone knows it's Guns N' Roses, so why are we fucking marketing this like uncertain pin? Like why are we just like having these broad strokes? You should be exciting people over Guns and Fucking Roses, and that's how you should be teasing it. You know why can't you say stuff like you know the new you know Welcome to the New Jungle? You know Jurassic Park that's one kind of jungle, but the real jungle's coming in. You know what I'm saying? You, You could fucking Build the kind of excitement that everyone knows uh, GNR can deliver, and and they're not doing it. And as a GNR fanatic. I just find it so fucking weird the way these companies hold on to the fucking silence up until the moment they hit launch on the game. Same thing with Ninja Turtles. We all knew it was Ninja Turtles. What a fucking piss poor, uncreative way to launch that game. They didn't do anything. They didn't do anything exciting for the Ninja Turtles fan base. They didn't do anything to release the game with any sort of real fanfare. They just sort of like, here it is. Here's some fucking images. It's so fucking sad to me that years of work go into these games and they're launched in such a sad way. And I look, I know what Ken's gonna say, we're not allowed to say anything, we're not. Who, who, who said that? Who? You're working with Slash. You're working with Slash. You're working with Guns N' Roses. Like, this is you and them. And I just think you need to do a better rollout. Now, Guns N' Roses is the kings of the worst fucking rollouts ever. I mean, Chinese democracy took 17 years to get out. And there's supposed to be a new Guns N' Roses album that everyone's waiting for. But that's never going to fucking happen, apparently. So look, I, I get it. I get that you're trying to just create hype. The other part that I think they need to be fucking careful about is timing. Because that also does matter. You know, I'm hearing that there's still stuff in the New Jersey factory. So I'm not sure this game is on the line or going to be on the line in the next few weeks. But by Ken turning this stuff on right now, it has people expecting to be uh, shown Guns N' Roses this month. Because we're not used to this. We're not used to, like, uh, you know, a teaser. We always get information right on the eve of stuff hitting. And I think people now are expecting... To see Guns N Roses really soon. And I don't know if that's the case. I really don't think this game is early summer. I I I honestly don't think it's to the fall. Like I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see it revealed until August. I hope we see it sooner. I can't wait to get guns and fucking roses. I'm absolutely ordering guns and roses. And for you motherfuckers out there who say, I just wanna I just wanna say something to you motherfuckers out there who think I'm gonna pull a wonka and like take away my deposit and not go in on the game. Fuck no. And I'll tell you why fuck no. Because there's nothing they could fucking do to ruin this game. It's going to have 22 of my band's favorite songs. All right? 22 fucking songs. How many songs are in fucking Aerosmith? What do the fucking songs do and cities do and fucking Kiss? Nothing. How many songs in Metallica? This is going to have the most songs in it. How many songs in Beatles? 22 fucking Guns N' Roses hits in this song. The artwork is fucking phenomenal. The artwork, it's fucking phenomenal. All right? It's, it's like zombie Yeti guy, Hand, you know, it's good, it's good, it's good, it looks good, it looks good, I'm not going to give you any other details, it's just cool fucking pin, and it's finally a cool fucking machine for Jersey Jack pinball, right, I don't, I don't have kids, I don't want a family friendly theme, I don't need a, a, a fucking Wonka tour, you know, I don't need a, a, a fucking Wizard of Oz, I don't talk about these things with my, my friends, I'm, I'm at the age where, like, I want something that's fucking cool. You know, I don't want fucking dialed in. I don't want Pirates of the Caribbean. I want Guns and fucking Roses, okay? Thank you, Jersey Jack, for making it. And I think a lot of other people feel that way too. But, you know, it's like, when's it gonna happen? I don't know. When's the release gonna happen? I don't know. Uh, But I definitely know that I will get this game. I won't flip it. I'm not gonna pull a wonka because Keith Johnson's not gonna be able to fucking ruin my Guns and Roses love because it's the music, it's the songs. You know, when Joe Katz decided to chop up Wonka movie like that, he fucking ruined what I loved about Willy Wonka. All right. Now, that's just that's just how I feel. You can feel one way. That's how I feel. He chopped up what I loved about that movie. And I don't like that. And I don't want to have to fucking spend 18 years to get to like the, the, you know, the Wonka office. I don't want to have to do that. All right. Sorry, Joe. You fucked it up. All right. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. The last thing I want to end with is my spooky pinball Rick and Morty is in a box. I didn't do what some of you thought. I didn't flip it for money. Number 50, it's on a truck. It's supposed to arrive here on fucking Monday. And I'm excited. It's gonna be one of the few unboxings I've ever done. I've done three unboxings in my life: a Magic Girl, God, that was a bad one. A Batman Super LE, which I actually unboxed at Coin Taker, so I didn't have it here. This will be the first, the second unboxing in my apartment the first one was magic girl it's a pain in the ass just so you know I have to unbox it in the hallway I have to slowly shimmy it through the front door and then I have to take off the bedroom door to get it in and I'm nervous as fuck because of the butter cabinet because it is a tight squeeze to get a pinball machine into this apartment and I don't want the fucking butter to get scratched because then that's it it's fucking scratched Um, so yeah, I can't wait to get Rick and Morty. I will finally have a fucking pinball machine again. Does that validate this show? Hopefully it does. Look, all you motherfuckers out there, I know this has been a rant and a rave show, but you need someone to come out and tell these manufacturers we're not gonna pay $600 for this bullshit. We're not gonna pay extra for UV kits on fucking Stranger Things. We're paying a lot of money for these games, and all we want, all you want, you just want to get what you pay for. And I, I I think that Stern Pinball pulled a fucking fast one. I think Jersey Jack Pinball has a juggernaut in Guns N' Roses that's going to show you. It's, look, Jersey Jack is going to show you what they can do. What they can do for $9,000. What they can give you in terms of a game. Now, if you ask me this, they're, they're fucking missing the window. They, they should have had Guns N' Roses ready. There's no reason why Guns N' Roses is not out yet. Like, think about it. Like, it's been so... Jack said to us, when Willy Wonka came out, we're going to have two games that year. Jack revealed Willy Wonka over 18 months ago. So what the fuck? You know, it was April. Like, it was almost like 14 months ago. So why isn't Guns N' Roses ready to go? And that's the only thing that I think is is frustrating for me is like great all you can buy right now is Ninja Turtles and I really think everyone else fucking dropped the ball here Stern came out of COVID with a game everyone else came out of COVID and they've got jack shit to sell you that's a big fucking mistake in pinball All these companies, I mean, Hot Wheels, is it really for sale? Like, show the fucking game. Like, what the fuck is this? uh, Hot Wheels is available, but we're not going to show it to you, so buy it now. Get the fuck out of here. American Pinball is so fucking mismanaged, it's not even funny. Stern Pinball just gets it. They don't care. They're listening to me rant and rave. They don't give a shit. Zach Sharp doesn't give a shit. George Gomez doesn't give a shit. They're making fucking money. And I just wish... That we could send our money elsewhere. There's nowhere else to send it right now. Who the fuck can you buy right now other than a Stern machine? You can't send it to Spooky. They're sold out of Rick and Morty. You can't send it to Deep Root because they're still fucking taking forever. You can't send it to Chicago Gaming Company right now because we're waiting on their next title. You can't send it to fucking Pin because they're fucking Pin. And if you send your money to Home Pin, you're a fucking moron. Where's Pinball Circus? Where's the remake of fucking... Uh what kingpin where the fuck is that how many fucking years can these guys tinker in a fucking garage just get the fucking thing done man it's fun fucking cursing anyway anyway everybody here's the deal here's the deal it's just fucking pinball you know it like we're gonna always call this shit out when it happens most of my shows are not like this i just i just saw that topper and i just i can't i can't for the life of me stern you should be totally fucking ashamed zach sharp you need to take a long look in the mirror you're the marketing guy zach Take a long look in the mirror and said, is this the right thing to do? Is crying to Facebook about Canada the right thing to do? Is selling people a $600 flat plastic top are the right thing to do? It's not. You're greedy, Stern. You're greedy. The emperor's going to fall when other companies figure it out. And, and look, we didn't even talk about, we're going to end with this note. The company that's going to fucking hopefully nip at you, man. And I really think Stern needs to feel some of the heat. Chicago Gaming Company has Dennis fucking Nordman. They've got Christopher Franchi. They've got Mark Ritchie. They've got Ben Heck working with them. They're partnered with Spooky Pinball. So now Chicago Gaming Company and Spooky are partnered. So maybe some of that Spooky tech and the process for their play field is going to go into CGC games. I could really see Chicago Gaming Company and Spooky Pinball forming an allegiance to fucking get some new games out there along with the remakes and get their manufacturing up to speed you know if i were cgc2 i'd be reaching out to some of those guys from the jersey jack uh factory in new jersey who got let go who know how to run a pinball line and get them going as well i'm just saying i'm just saying there needs to be a new competitor to stern and i think enough of these companies can unite To fucking do something so we don't have to get $600 piece of shit toppers by a company that is just selling these games without anyone even thinking about it and without there even being any competition. See, that's just it. It's not that Ninja Turtles is bad. It's not that Stern Games are bad. They're not bad. They just don't have fucking competition. Nobody else has their fucking act together. And seriously, it's been too many fucking years where these other companies can't figure it out. Either unite, And get games out the door. You need to ship two to three pinball machines a year. I'm sorry. If you want to compete or at least two a year and get new options out. I'm willing to wait. I'm willing to wait. If I know a new game is coming out every six months, then people won't jump into every new Stern. But they jump into every new Stern because there's fucking nothing else. They fucking won by default. Sega and Data East were not making great games. They did not make the best pinball machines. And they fucking won by default because they just stayed in the game. You know what I'm saying? They just, their mommy didn't pick them up. They stayed on the court. They stayed shooting the hoops. And now they are fucking making so much money. And I'm cool with that, Stern, but the coolness stops when you fucking rip this off. And this is a fucking ripoff and you know it and you should be ashamed by this Jurassic Park topper. And Keith fucking Elwin, it's your fucking game, man. It's your fucking game. You're a man of the people. You're not some fucking Gucci wearing piece of shit like Kaneda. You should be like, what the fuck are we doing? How are we putting this fucking ripoff on top of my game? I, unless you're getting a cut. That's the only way I would be cool with it. If I was Keith and I'm, I get a cut for every topper sold, then hell yeah, go Zach Manny. Bye, bye, bye on this thing. But for everyone else, fuck. Fuck. <laughs>